You're listening to a special edition of What the Dev, the weekly podcast of SD Times. And now, here's Christina Cardoza, news editor of SD Times. Hello, you're listening to What the Dev Ops, the What the Dev coverage of the virtual DevOps Enterprise Summit happening this week. Joining me today, we have the lead value stream architect for Walmart's Technologies DevOps Dojo, Brian Finster. Hey, Brian, thanks for joining us today. Christina, thanks for having me. So tell me a little bit about this DevOps Dojo at Walmart. You know, you don't really think of Walmart as a DevOps organization. So what happens in the Ah. Dojo? You know, first, I'd, I'd like to set that aside a little bit because Sam Walton was DevOps back in the 60s. You know, I, one of my favorite quotes from his is, do it, try it, fix it. You know, another one, a really good one is, you know, in business, individuals don't win, teams do. And it's all about it's all about the collaboration and, and iterating quickly, trying to deliver value to the customers. DevOps dojos, uh, you know, there's a lot of dojos and a lot of enterprises it's a growing movement and walmart's dojo is focused on how do we help teams get closer to continuous delivery every single day how do we teach them how to use our platform effectively to deliver value like john smart said you know sooner safer and happier great i know you've been at walmart for a long time if i'm not mistaken almost uh 20 years now so almost 19 come on okay (laughs) So what have you experienced, you know, what have, what have you witnessed over the last couple of years as we've moved to more of a digital world? Oh, well, you know, I, I think it's it, it depends on where you are. I mean, Walmart is such a big company that, uh, it, you know, that people ask me general statements about it, and it just really depends on the areas you're in. I know that uh, people are really focusing on our competition. Right. I mean, we have some stiff competition now, um, and I think that that uh, showing showing the competition that we still have what it takes to compete, uh, and we're doing it really well. Actually, I'm talking about it in my talk tomorrow about some of the outcomes we had during the Xbox launch recently, where everybody failed with us, and um, you know I, we've seen this growth of people really wanting to show what we can do, right? To, to really uh, to, uh, to constantly improve. We're getting people that are excited about this all the time. And just, you know, I think the biggest challenge people have is in some cases just where to start, which is where we come in. In the areas that, that you've worked in within Walmart, yeah. you know, when did you guys realize that it was necessary to implement DevOps or when did you guys really start bringing in the DevOps initiatives with the process? You know, we, we really started full blast back in probably late 2014. Um, and this was uh, some localized improvements. I, I originally was in supply chain, and we were trying to figure out how to deliver that more frequently. Um, and we, we had a challenge, actually. I, I think it's really important to have these engineering challenges coming from leadership that they wanted us to go from, you know, very infrequent to, you know, once every two weeks, once a week delivery, uh, which was mind blowing. That's impossible. But they told us to do it, so we're just going to go get it done. And uh, I think that's where we really, really started digging in. Uh, I think also, uh, I remember it was April 1st, 2015, when Gene Kim, Gary Gruber, and Dave Edwards came to visit. And we had some one on one conversations with Gene and Gary. And it really kind of uh, changed my entire perspective of what was possible. 
And we just, uh, me and the other leads in the area, it's just really started driving that way and showed what you could actually do. You know, we had one team that, that I was working with directly that went to 12 times a day from hardly ever within a few months just by pushing inside and outside and everything was getting our way. Uh, and we've been really driving that way ever since. Great. So six years um, doing DevOps at the company. I imagine you guys had a lot of um, experiments or roadblocks before you were able to really get to a place where you were comfortable scaling DevOps. So, you know, what are some of the biggest challenges you guys have faced and how have you been able to overcome them? I think it's just explaining to people what's possible. I mean, the problem with uh, especially, you know, things like continuous delivery, it's completely uh, counterintuitive to people who've used to been delivering in the old uh, big bang, hope it doesn't blow up release model. And uh, it, there's things which you think are safe that are actually incredibly dangerous when you filter it through a CD lens, right? And sh- and getting people just to understand that it's okay, this, this is safe. This is really safe. Let me just show you and change that mindset. And explain to them why it's safe and just say it takes time to get people to get there. The tooling is super easy. Uh, Scott Nacello, I, I met several years ago, he's at Nike now. He called it hacking the biggest undocumented API. How do we, you know, get people what they need, tell them what they need to move them the way we need them? Yeah, and I know, you know, that mindset change or that culture change is one of just the biggest problems in DevOps, you know, mm. starting out. So how how are you able to get your teams, you know, to start thinking differently about the way they work? Or even yourself, you know, you mentioned that this was just such a, a crazy task that the business was asking you guys to do. So how are you able to switch gears and really become DevOps? Uh, you know, actually, I wrote a blog post about this specific thing, is that the way people are working today they do it. They work that way because they're successful doing that. Teams are successful delivering uh, in the environment they're in. Now you can go and tell them to change how they deliver, but they won't see any value in it until the environment around them changes. So the way that they're delivering is no longer successful. And so it's creating an environment where people want to change, doing it in a way that's you know not prescriptive and not beating people up because that just makes the good people leave. But creating a, an environment where it's a challenge, you know, I, I want to change because it's, it's, uh, you've given me a challenge. It's so much more interesting than the daily grind. And so we really focus on that. We focus on, okay, why can't we get to production today? Let's, let's work together. Let's solve these problems. Right. Um, and, and that's how you get people to start moving that way. And by telling them, explaining to them from our personal experience, this is a better way of living. You're, you're going to have less support going forward. Um, and if you have support, support, fix it quickly and go back to sleep. And, you know, that's our tagline is deploy more sleep better because that was our experience. So did you guys find, um, you know, through the Walmart DevOps movement that you had to upskill employees and employees were willing, you know, and ready, open to the movement? Or was it a lot of bringing on new talent and new, um, you know, ways of thinking? No, I actually, I, 2017, a coworker and I talked about the solving the talent problem. The talent's there. They just 
there's new skills that they need to learn. But in, we're software engineers. We know how to do that, right? People may have been forgotten how to learn, but they'll learn quickly that they know, they'll remember how to learn, right? Um, the, the talent's there. You leverage the talent that's there. Honestly, some of the skills are not that hard to learn. It just takes the discipline of practicing them. The, you know, you can't really replace business knowledge. And if you have people that know your business problem, leveraging them and showing them the skills, bringing in the technical coaching when required, but not just hiring new people to say, oh, you know how to do it. And then we'll just, we'll just replace the Legos with, with new Legos that are smarter. It just doesn't work. So what are um, some of those skills that you've had to teach employees? You know, what sort of resources does Walmart offer to help developers and development teams become DevOps? You know, when did this DevOps dojo start? Well, we started the dojo back in 2018. Um, and it was because I've been asking for one ever since I saw uh, Ross Clanton talk about dojos in 2015. Um, and finally, it's my problem because I asked for it. Um, and, but we, I mean, we offer lots of self-paced training, and we we're in to, uh, on a lot of stuff, and we're constantly building communities to help each other, help help have people help themselves. Right? It's how do we have the community own this? We, it shouldn't be a centralized thing. It's one of the things I focus on. We're a very small team, and that's fine with me. We don't need to be 30 people. We we spread it out to the community and help the community grow, right? Um, and I forgot the second part of your question. I apologize. No problem. It was, um, you know, what resources, how do you go in and you help these developers learn the skills and what are the skills that you're, you're teaching them? Uh, you know, on it, it, this isn't just our organization. This is what the common experience we've seen across the Dojo Consortium is uh, if people haven't been testing, then they need to get the basics of testing. If you've had, as an organization said, testing is QA's job, then you've got to go and figure out how to make QA not testers anymore. Um, and from testing, what you find is that people don't know really how to test because their work isn't refined to a point where they know what to test. So teaching them the discipline of refining things down to a testable outcome before you start coding, teaching them how to work together as teams instead of individuals with individual backlogs. Here's your three stories for the sprint. That doesn't work, right? It's really focusing on the teamwork, understanding what to do, understanding how to test that you did it. And then coding should just be a mechanical process. So would you say Walmart is a DevOps organization or is DevOps just happening in pockets of the organization? We're a really big company. <laughs> and everybody's on a journey. I mean, we're not saying, we're, I can't at any point claim that we are, everybody is is delivering at full speed that you could if you, I mean, the, like every day, right? Um, but we're changing really fast. Uh, and it's the results that we've seen the, to our customers. And you'll see that in my talk. The, the, the customer impact is there. You can see it daily, especially now. What are some of the, um, you know, the customer impacts that you are seeing? Well, I, I think keeping our, uh, you know, having a seamless experience with uh, Walmart Canada uh, was, you know, they did their Xbox release. Um, and it was completely seamless. We had people on Reddit who did not want to compliment us. They're like, well, I have to give Walmart credit 
the way that we're able to pivot inside our stores with our point of sale systems to, you know, for touchless checkout for customers during, you know, from, <laughs> from COVID, uh, the way we're able to roll out more services to help our customers get what they need while not having to come to the stores. Um, you know, all of that stuff that we're doing is because of the capabilities we've been developing. So, you know, you, you realize that DevOps is going to benefit you. You guys started a pilot, maybe got some proven, um, you know, value out of it. Skill, get the employees skilled and up to date of what's going on. How do you take that that DevOps pilot and and scale it across the organization? You know, since Walmart is such a long organization, how do you do this? That's actually the main thing I, I I've been working on for two years is how do you scale it? Right? Uh, you make it. You build communities. You know, we we started a community around continuous delivery. We've got other communities around testing and. React or whatever people want to build communities around. We make the communities the owners of this. You know, one of the things we're working on right now is bringing in a, a Gary Gruber has developed a certification process for improving value streams. And so we're building value stream architects and federating it out. I don't want everybody on my team helping teams. I want teams helping themselves. And so training people to know how to do the analysis of their, of their, their flow through the team. And how to improve that and making that a role that's just embedded in the organization. This is just how it worked is, is my vision anyway of how we can horizontally scale the capability, the capability instead of vertically scaling the dojo, which I don't want to do. Great. Now, do you have any other um, best practices or lessons learned that you can share with our listeners today? Sure. I, I think... In my experience, anyway, from our pilot and also from uh, the, how we've been operating uh, in the last several years, having a central platform that is a service that's easy for our customers, the development teams to use, easy for them to extend, but also encourages the good practices in the platform. It makes the good practices the easiest way to do things. Let them, you know, flow downhill to success, right? Really need leadership not just supporting and bought in, but encouraging and, and, and putting those aspirational goals out there for people to strive for measurable outcomes. I'll just, Hey, let's do better. No, no, no. I want to see, you know, how can we improve this much, you know, next year, right. Um, having, and like, you know, having the, the training, the hands-on pairing ability and you know, having a, an organization like my team who can do that technical coaching, it's like, we, we've done it. We know how to do it. Let's help you solve the problem. Not being prescriptive, not saying do it this way. It's not cookie cutter, right? Every team has its own context, but how do you help that team succeed in their context? And really having that customer-focused mindset from platform, I think is key. Great. Well, thanks again, Brian, for coming on the podcast today. I sure. think that's all the time. Um, we're going to have for right now. But if you'd like to learn more, Brian will be talking more about Walmart's DevOps journey tomorrow at the Virtual DevOps Enterprise Summit at 3.05 Eastern time. So make sure you get there. And until next time, you've been listening to What the DevOps. <laughs>